Hey, my name is J.R. Robinson. I want to welcome you to When He Speaks of Vodka, the podcast where I talk about relationships, love, and sex, all from my perspective. And as always, I want to say thank you to everyone who supports the podcast. Tonight, I'm going to talk about sexuality and aging. Because there's a lot of people who think that once you hit a certain age, once you advance in age, you're no longer sexy. But I'm here to tell you that's not true. You're never too old to be sexy. So I'm going to talk about how you keep the spark alive no matter your age. Also, my question tonight is, why are men unable to forgive women for cheating? So please, do me a favor. Sit back, relax, and I'll be right back with the question tonight. So the question of the night is, why are men unable to forgive women for cheating? It's the same as women, but I can't really give you that true definition for women. But when you ask me as a man who have experience, you know, being uh, cheated on, I can tell you what that pain is. And... You know, you got some men who's, who who swear up and down. They ain't never had nobody hurt they feel. Okay, all right. All right, playboy, go ahead with the, you know, with the tough skin. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to fake the fault. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that feeling, it's like someone, for me, it's like someone taking a machete, splitting you open, taking out your heart, cutting your heart in half, taking a piece of that heart, throwing it into the road, watching the car drive over it, then grabbing that other piece and throwing it into the other lane and watching the 18-wheeler drive on the opposite side of your heart. And I know that's a little graphic and a little bit detailed, but that, for me, that's how much that hurts to know that my woman has been laid up with someone else that my woman finds another man fucking attractive that another man can make my woman come oh that messes with the man's ego trust me and for any man who have been hurt and who don't admit that then okay you know I, I, I don't know what everybody think but for the consensus that shit hurt I have talked about this for many <laughs> it's funny. For many years I've had this conversation with different different criteria of men. Men who are older, men who have been out here in the game for a long time chasing women, men who are married and who never thought that their wife their wife or girlfriend could have cheated on them. So it I have heard several explanations of what that pain feels like and each one who has said something about that who who was man enough to say yeah that motherfucker hurt me you see the pain when they when they uh reminisce or when they think about that moment of time when they found out that their woman gave somebody that treasure that they thought was theirs 
because it's a common question. The answer is complicated and it varies from man to man, but there are a few common themes that can help explain why some men find it so difficult to move on after their partner has been unfaithful. One reason is uh, cheating. They, one reason is because they feel betrayed. They feel they feel they, they feel betrayed. Once you have that feeling of betrayal, you can never, ever, ever, ever trust that woman again. I don't care how many times you talk to someone, how many times you work it out, you're gonna always look at them like, okay, you know. And it can be difficult. It can be difficult to see past the hurt and the betrayal to the underlying reasons why the affair happened in the first place. Another reason why men have a, a hard time forgiving women is because that feeling of of, of of being unworthy. You feel like you have no purpose in the relationship. What am I doing here? If, if you got to seek the love of someone else, you don't need me. I'm not the man for you. Because you have made it perfectly clear that you need some other dick. And if that's the case, then we're not going to be able to, you know, we're not going to get past that. Because it feels like a reflection on the man's ability to, 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 to maintain himself in a relationship. He may feel like he's not good enough for her. And, and she's sitting around thinking about somebody else but being with you. And last... If a woman has cheated once, <laughs> trust me, that temptation lay, lies within her. Especially if the dick was good. If the loving was good, it's going to be hard for them to purge that out of their system. Now, I say that because I've seen it. I've been through it. But like I said, I can't tell you from a woman's perspective. I can only tell you how I got down as a man or some of my uh, comrades. Some of the things that we've gone through and some of the things that we've experienced when our woman have cheated on us. So as a man, with all those situations going on, those common denominators, there's no way in the world we can have a, a strong, balanced, trustworthy relationship because it's always going to linger. It's always going to be like, what are you doing? Why are you answering your phone? What blah, 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 blah. What the fuck? And then if you have to start treating your partner as a child, if you have to contact them and know where they are, and, you, and if you have to have uh, like an ankle monitor on them to monitor where the fuck they at, then that's not the relationship for you. Ultimately, each man will have to decide for themselves whether he can forgive the woman for cheating. But if you struggle to forgive your, to forgive your partner, it may be helpful to explore uh, some of the reasons why it's so difficult. And even though you sit down and explore the reasons, you talk about it, you may never get to the, uh, the bottom, you know, the, you may never get to the, the, the true answer of why it happened. 
and will it happen again? And on that note, I'll be right back with uh, my topic of the night. All right, so I have added a new segment to the podcast. The name of this segment is Sex Facts. My sex fact for tonight is the three things that men love in bed with their woman. Number one, her body. Number two, her passion. And number three, her willingness to please. We as men love when women take care of their bodies and and are proud of their curves. But also, ladies, we love a little extra cushion for the pushing, if you know what I mean. We also love it when you are passionate in bed and, and are always willing to experiment new things. And lastly, ladies, men love when a woman is willing to please them and will go that extra yard. And those are your sex facts for tonight. I'll be right back with the topic of the night. All right, so I'm back with the topic of the night, which is sexuality and aging. You're never too old to be sexy. This is an appropriate topic because today is my birthday. Yep, I have, I have reached another age. And the good thing is that I woke up in a good state of mind. Um, Normally around my birthday, it's kind of tough. It's difficult because I had a personal situation uh, happen and it still lingers. It still bothers me. It's still one of those things, one of those chapters that's just not closed in my in my life. And I don't think it's going to ever be closed because of how personal it is. Um, but today when I woke up and saw the mountain of love and support as far as emails and voice messages and social media posts that felt good that felt real good and also my health is is in good place in a good place doctors say I'm doing good you know what I'm saying and that feels good to hear that so one of the things I've always uh, thought that was important as I got as I advanced in age was the two things that a person needs in their life as they get older Number one is health. Your health is important because if you don't have your health, then you're in a bad place. And number two is family and friends. And you can say two or three. You can say family and friends, or you can consider it one. But say if you don't have your health, but you got your family and friends to help you regain that. Well, would it, imagine if you was fucked up and you was confined to the bed. And you didn't have no family. And the only person who took care of you was someone who was just trying to get a check every two weeks. And they care about you because they got eight or nine other people to care for. So that's why family and friends and help are important as you get older. And I'm surrounded by it. I know I can call the wrong. I know I can call 
my sister. I know I can call my son Ashley. I mean, I know I can call my daughter Ashley. I know I can call my son Antonio. I know I can call John Hyde. I know I can call on Latanya. I know I can call on Felicia. I know I can call on on um, uh, Juice, my brother. I have a connection with these people. They don't just check on me every blue moon. They check on me periodically. They make sure I'm okay. They know that if they need me, I'm there for them. They can call me two o'clock in the morning. Yo, I'm on my way. And that's how I gauge friendships and family members. That's how I know who I can fuck with. That's why I know who got my back. So that's why that's important to me. Um, When it comes to sexuality and aging, don't let anyone tell you that your sexuality must change as you age. Do not let anybody dictate because you're older, you need to stop being sexy. The fuck? Get the fuck out of my face, man. Miss me with that. Because you're never too old to be sexy. It's no secret that our culture values youth and beauty. We see it everywhere we look. From the ads we see on TV to the movies we watch. Even as we age, we're bombarded with messages that tell us that we're not good enough. That we're not desirable as we used to be. Of course we're not going to be what we used to be. We age. We change. We become a different... We're still the same person, but we, we there's a difference about us. And that's not a bad thing. That's just growth. That's that's evolving. And everybody evolves. Even the same person who say, you know, you shouldn't be sexy at an old age. At some point in your life, you're going to evolve. Right now, you can't evolve because you're still thinking stupid. You're still thinking like a, a knucklehead. Who are you to tell people they shouldn't feel sexy because they owe it? Or or you shouldn't be on social media. I heard somebody uh, one day when I was in Walmart. And I guess it was was an older family member. He said, I don't know why you're on social media. You're 45 years old. And I looked and I wanted to say something. I wanted to get into that. But I said, no, that's not my place to say nothing. But she checked him. She let him know it don't make a difference how old I am. You're not to tell me what the fuck I can do and what I can't do. Who are you? When she said that, I kept on going. I said, all right, sister. You know? It's 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 funny how people feel comfortable telling you that you should be a certain way. You, you shouldn't feel sexy because you're older. And the crazy thing about it, some people get into that. Some people let people get into their heads and, and let them feel that way. You allow someone to, to let you feel like you shouldn't be sexy. How? How how are you so... I, I call it weak. Mind. I, I do. I'm, you know, for lack of a better word, to me, it's a, it's a person with a weak mind. If, if you let someone, you know, indicate to you who you should be, Especially if they don't know you. That's the crazy 
wow shit to me. They don't know you. But what if we could embrace our aging bodies and still feel good about ourselves being sensual? What if we could just not let the, uh, the, the pressures of society uh, indicate to us we need to look a certain way? And just be ourselves. Be who we are. Be who we want to be. Without someone else having some input in it. So I want to explore, you know, what it means to be sexy at any age. Because sexiness starts with you. It don't start with the way you look. It don't start with the way you think you should be. It starts with what you feel. Because when you feel it, it's going to show in your, in, in your appearance. It's going to show in, in the energy that you display. I think that people have to learn how to love and accept their bodies. How to, they need to know how to, to feel good in their own skin and how to be able to keep the spark alive in their relationships. Especially when they get older. Sexuality and aging are often considered touchy subjects. But they don't have to be. Because there are plenty of ways to keep your sex life alive and thriving at any age. So I wanted to come, I wanted to give a few uh, ideas that I came up with. Number one, talk about it. Don't be afraid to discuss your sex life with your partner, friends, or even your doctor. It's important to keep the lines of communication open so that you can address any concerns or problems that may arise. Number two, be creative. There are plenty of ways to keep things interesting in the bedroom and sometimes outside the bedroom there ain't nothing wrong with going outside and you know being uh, uh, up, up against the, the side of the house shit there ain't nothing wrong with getting in the car and getting in the back seat be spontaneous try new positions experiment with different forms of stimulation and just have fun be comfortable in your own skin. One of the best things about aging is that you finally get to a, a place of where you're comfortable in your own skin. You embrace your wrinkles, gray hairs, and all other changes that comes with getting older. When you when you get older, that's when to me that's when you become sexy. Now don't get me wrong, I love a woman who's sexy when they're 30. 40. But I also love a woman who's sexy as a as a 70-year-old. If she looks good, if it's everything is in place. Yeah. I mean it's not my thing, but I can acknowledge it. You know? And who's to say, you know, I meet somebody and they 70 years old and me being in my fifties and you know, they looking good or they got a, a good conversation or they cook. A good Sunday dinner. <laughs> Shit, they like to participate in some extra curriculum activities. I'm going with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to let nothing or nobody say, you know what, she said you right. You know she older than you. She ain't got long. Fuck out of here. Stop. Stop with the... 
stop trying to live other people's lives or, or stop trying to push your thought process on other people. Stay in your lane with everything. Everything I talk about on this podcast, you have to stay in your lane and move the way that's going to thrive, that's going to drive you to be uh, who you are. Uh, number four, keep things fresh. Just because you're getting older doesn't mean your sex life has to suffer. There are plenty of ways to keep things exciting, even if you've been together for years. Search new ideas. There's plenty of things on the internet that will help you learn or do something that's interesting, that's spontaneous, and that's fulfilling. So don't sit and just, you know, not open or expand your mind to doing something different. Number five, seek help if you need it. If you're having difficulties getting aroused or reaching orgasms, don't be afraid to seek help from a medical profession or a sex therapist. They can help you identify any underlying causes and offer treatment options. So, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, celebrate your sexuality and your age and body because you're never too old to be sexy. It is important that you not let people dictate what it is that you want to do or who you want to be. Because if you do, you're going to miss out on something. All because you sat and absorbed someone who don't know shit about you or who barely knows you tell you you shouldn't do something or you shouldn't be a certain way. That should never never happen. Live your life to the fullest. Because once you're gone, that's it. Once that time is up, once the the sands run out of that clock, that's it. There's no coming back. I mean, if you come back, you might be reincarnated. Come back in a different form. But other than that, that's it. There should be nothing that stops you from being who you are. Especially if you want to be sexy. If you want to be, you know, if you want to be in your 60s and 50s and you want to, you know, wear a dress that's revealing certain parts, do it. Now, you may catch some, you know, people may say something, you might get some looks, but hey, okay. And be you. Love you. Be as sexy as you want to be. And don't care what people got to say. And on that note, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the podcast. I want to say I've added uh, uh, a new segment. The Sex Facts. I'm going to see how this goes. Because for every podcast, I'm going to have different sex facts. And if it, come, if it becomes a thing where I can't, you know, have multiple sex facts without saying the same thing, that I, I may not do it. I don't know. Well, I may do it every, once, every other podcast. We'll see. But um, the reason I, I added that because I just want to continue. I want to help continue this podcast grow because to me, it's, it's, it's a passion. I enjoy doing it. It's not about, you know, um, making any money. It's about getting on this 
microphone and, and talking my shit and just having a good time and being me. Plain and simple. Um, so if there's anything you want to talk to me about, anything you want me to say, hit me up at when he speaks to Rodica at gmail.com. Um, also, I want to uh, say thank you to Janice for the donation. Greatly appreciate that. Um, even when, when I didn't, when I didn't, when I, when I, when I didn't record the podcast Saturday night, I had something going on, but I didn't record it Saturday night. People listen. And that is, oh man, that, that feels so good. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, there's enough of material that I have that people are listening to. You know what I'm saying? And it may be, even if it's one person, that one person took the time out to listen. And that means a lot. I mean, I would love for multiple people to listen and, and enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? And critique and, and, and talk to me about, you know, what you want to talk to me about. But if I got one person doing that, I'm good. So I just want to say thank you again. And I'm going to continue to say thank you again to support this podcast and support me as a content creator. Also, speaking of content creator, look, just because you may have done something similar to what I've done doesn't mean that I went and took your work. I don't need to, you know, plagiarize anybody's stuff. I'm capable of looking at something and, you know, coming up with bullet points, doing some research and forming a paragraph, a sentence, and then making it into a blog or a video script or a podcast script so I can talk about it. Sometimes I wing it and sometimes I write stuff down and put it into bullet points. I'm capable of doing that. It kills me. I was in this forum listening to some cats talking about how people are stealing this stuff. Do you know this conversation about sex, relationship, love, fucking, screwing, uh, shacking, whatever, has been around since the beginning of time. So the same thing that you thought you came up with, somebody else came up with it before you. So there's nothing original. Now, if someone look at your stuff, go into your work, copy, and paste it onto their work and say word for word or, or you know similar to what you said or did, then yeah, that's a problem. That's bad fucking, uh, that's plagiarism, that's bad etiquette, you know what I'm saying? And that's just a sucker who just can't uh, form a sentence or, or have a conversation. So to go around talking about people stealing your shit, nobody's stealing your shit. Everybody's talking about it, but they're talking about it in their own way. I hate that one up like that, man. But it's just certain shit that I'm seeing. And, and people think that because they said something or they, you know, had a a, a, a topic, that that topic wasn't out. It's, it's as if they came up with that topic, like they're the first original person that came up with that topic. No, this shit been going on for years. And it's, somebody goes, somebody going to take my shit. And reword it and, and, and make a podcast or make a blog or a video about it. 
But long as you don't go into somebody's personal work and take it and then put it into yours and say that that's yours, then okay, we out here create content. Because if you don't create content that we, if, if you don't, if you, if you have the mindset not to say something because someone else says something, you ain't gonna make it. You you will not make it. Because there's several ways to talk about how someone cheats. Now, I know I done talked about maybe two or three times. I've talked about how women have felt when they've been cheated on and how a man has felt when he's been cheated on. Same thing, but said differently. And I may, I may have another podcast about cheating. A lot of people don't care to hear it, but there's some people who do enjoy, you know, the, the uh, topic of cheating. And there's several ways to, to break that down. So you have to go what feels good for you, what the people want to hear, what's entertaining, and what's going to hold their ear. As a podcast content creator, I mean as a content creator, I'm sorry. So, you know, I'm just saying that, you know, at for future people, for future, for future content creators, if you're looking to do stuff, if you're looking to get into doing podcasts or blogging or videos, Understand, you're going to come across some stuff that's been said before. And, and, and you may have a different twist on it. You may say it a whole lot better than the person who said it before you. As long as you don't go and take their shit, you good. Nobody don't own anything. I, I mean, I see rappers, I, I hear comedians, they stole my bit. Okay. Everybody has heard it. They just saying it a different way. And if you don't have no, no, um, if it's not licensed or patent, it's not yours. If you don't have no, 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 uh, digital, if it's not digital property or, or if it's not your property to own, if I see it, I can take it, reword it into what I want to talk about and go on about my day and don't get, and, and don't care nothing about you. Alright, so on that note, man, I'm going to call it a night. I want to say thank you to everybody who's listened to the podcast, who supports the podcast. Thanks for the birthday wishes. Thanks for the cash app. Um, I don't do cash apps, but if you if you did want to cash app me, my cash app is dollar sign Asbury Roberts. And if not, we're going to keep this thing moving. But I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported has uh, really been there for me as far as this podcast is concerned. Hope everybody have a good night. Take care of yourselves. And I'll talk to you later.